Hello and welcome to the Dirt Track Confessions podcast with your host, Mandy Pouch Mahaney. The Dirt Track Confessions show starts in three, two, one, and the green is out. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Dirt Track Confessions. I am your host, Mandy Pouch Mahaney, and today, you know what? We're we're gonna freestyle this one. So, um, not too long ago, just went to a racing banquet, and I thought it was uh, to me. I mean, I I go to banquets every year, so <laughs> since I was like. I don't know, 12 maybe, whenever they were, I was old enough to start going to banquets. And um, I had someone ask me, you know, do people usually fight at banquets? And I was almost stunned. I was like, what do you mean do people fight at banquets? I'm like, and then I, 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 I said no. I mean, I, I'm sure I'm wrong. I'm sure there have been fights at banquets before, but none that I'm aware of. And it just had my wheels turning and I kind of wanted to talk about that because, you know, at the track, you've heard me say it plenty of times, um, especially like it doesn't have to be a fan. It, does, it Anyone, anyone, if the drivers at the races, the game, the game face is on, it's on. Don't bother me. Don't look at me like we're here to race. And I feel when you step away from the racetrack you know, you're at the banquet. And I mean, for me, this is, this is going to be, um, an interesting topic because I'm just winging this guys. So here we go. But for me, you, you see someone outside the racetrack and it's like, you want to make that connection, you know, um, think about someone you like, someone you saw you used to go to school with and you see him out in public and you're like, oh my God, I know that person. You know, and either you really want to say hi or you really want to avoid them. Let's be real. And so it kind of reminds me of, you know, when we go out to trade shows. I mean, it's obviously racing related, but when you're outside of your bubble, right? When you're outside of your comfort zone, um, the places that you're familiar with, you step outside and you go to this trade show out West and you see that person that you normally really don't care much for. And do you say hi? Do you go out of your way? Or do we treat it like we treat it when we're at the races? This reminds me of when it was almost like, um, I don't want to say a trigger, but when this question was asked, it just really brought me right back to college. So as soon as I, well, let me, let me think here. When I was in high school, I pretty much for the most part kept to myself. I, I had a few friends in high school, but I just didn't really care for many because they didn't understand my lifestyle. And when you don't understand my lifestyle, do we really have anything to talk about? <laughs> so I kept to myself. Um, I went to school, I came home, I worked and I went to the races. I didn't do sports in high school. I maybe went to one or two dances. Maybe I think I went to like three football games, but there were kids that, uh, I don't, I don't want to say bullied me, but they, they said stuff. They said stuff that I just wasn't really nice. But when you're in high school, 
do they really realize they're doing it? Do they know the harm they're going to put on that person for the rest of their life? I don't know. I don't think they do, but that that's just that is high school in a nutshell. And so I'll always remember <laughs> this girl. She was, I mean, I'm sure the men out there, you can probably relate to this too, but she was pretty much like the beauty queen of our grade. Everyone loved her, everyone wanted her, and everyone wanted to be her. And she would just, like, stare through my soul as if I didn't exist, or she was staring at me as if I shouldn't exist. And she just made me feel like a piece of shit. Let's be real. So, never really talked to her. I don't think I ever had one single conversation with her ever. I did have some classes with her. But, fast forward... I think she did like lacrosse or something and she got a scholarship. So she went, went off to college like the rest of the cool kids did and got their scholarship, went off, did whatever the heck they were supposed to do. Meanwhile, I stayed back. I did community college and I think it was my second year. So if anyone's familiar with uh, Raritan Valley Community College, RVCC, yep, um, I like to call that the 13th grade of high school because you see a lot of your old high school classmates there, but besides the point. So I remember I'm in the bathroom, no one else is in there, and in comes this girl, this girl that I would say I, I kind of was intimidated by. And she came in, mind you, to a community college. So that tells me, hmm, I guess that scholarship didn't work out for you. So she comes in. She says, oh, my God, Mandy, how are you? I miss you so much. How have you been? I looked at her. I was like, seriously? Really? You actually even know what my name is? I didn't say that. I didn't say that in my head. But I said, you know, I, I replied, said, hope you're well. Best of luck wherever your life takes you. And I walked out of that bathroom because I, I was just so dumbfounded. That, that was my first, I think, instance of, I don't, I don't even know what you would call that, but people that want to make themselves feel better by putting other people down and so she had her shot and I don't know what happened in the midst of year and a half of me not seeing her but whatever it was it brought her back down it brought her back down and I mean good for her for actually being nice but I guess what I'm getting at is we're all human and off the track, on the track, out of school, out of work. We should really freaking treat each other as equals. And listen, I've had my fair shares. I definitely did not treat people equal. Um, <laughs> I got shit on and I shit on people. You learn. So circling this back to the question of do people fight at racing banquets and that's what it reminded me of <laughs> this is where I have to be very careful with what I say because this really literally just happened but 
you will come across people and there's going to be people you really don't like and there's going to be people, okay, I can kind of stand them. But then when things actually happen on the track, like if it was a one and done accident, okay, you know what? We, we live and we learn, we move on. But then there's people that you, you just know, you know, they hate your guts. You know that when your driver or your family member or your husband is around them, it's like the horns come out and you know what? You better hurry up and freaking pass them or they're going to try and take you out. And so I, I really don't like those people. I really don't. You know, it's, it's one thing to hold a grudge, but when you hold a grudge, it, all that does is that keeps you in the past. All that does is keep you a year, two years, 10 years ago. I mean, I was watching videos. Oh, God, it just gets under my skin. I was watching videos of a few years, years ago. Now, I don't want to say few because now I'm aging myself, but like more than a few years ago. And there was this driver that horrible, freaking horrible. And I would never, ever, ever, ever want to wish any harm on any human being, but this driver just is cruel and, I don't know, has no heart or care in the world about other humans. And so that's like the one prime example that comes to my mind when I think, do people fight at banquets? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? If shit hit the fan, man, I'd love to be in there. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Mm -mm. Karma is a B-I-T-C-H, guys. And as low as you can get, you can always get lower. And so why hold grudges? How can you expect to succeed to do whatever it is that you want to achieve if you're still stuck living in yesterday or even worse, like I said, 10 years ago. So are you the type to play pretend and act like nothing ever happened or do you just brush it off and walk away? Or do you hold on to that shit until you see that person in a dark alley like this, this is not our sport. That is not how we roll. But there are, there are times, there are times when I think deep down, I really wish I never saw that person ever again. I don't wish any harm. I just wish like they'd retire or move out West or go to a different freaking division. But at the end of the day, guys, we are all human. There is a reason why that person doesn't like you, doesn't like your driver, doesn't like your existence, but eventually, eventually that person, their ego is going to pop and they're going to come back down and you're going to say, welcome friend. It's nice of you to join us down here. People that, the people to me, obviously this is my podcast, this is my opinion, but the people to me that hold grudges that are just menaces on the track or off the track. There could be crew members, you know, like I go to these banquets and there's clicks. There's 110% clicks. I mean, you look at that table, okay, they have their people. You look at that table, okay, they have their people. 
and like they just don't talk to each other but it's just so funny because sometimes all right this is where the you know what type of person are you you had an outing with this one driver and then you go to this banquet I don't know it's been like four four months maybe five months if that if that these days do you pretend everything's fine did you guys talk it out at least or are we just going to carry that grudge into 2023 however I suppose the downfall of everything I'm saying is if you brush it off, how much can you take? How much can you tolerate that that's not going to keep happening? You have this driver that just wants to talk smack or wants to make your life a living hell. Obviously, that tells me how unhappy they are with their own lives, that they're worried about you and making your life a living hell but again when is enough enough when is enough enough do you I, I don't know I I was always told that what is it it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile I know from experience I have made some I've made some nice mistakes in my time and it is so much harder to have to go out of your way to avoid that person when you see them at the races than just walk by and smile. Guys, just kill them with kindness. Freaking kill them with kindness. That is the biggest revenge you can possibly do. When you let them in, when you show, when you react, here we go, we're getting deep. When you react to whatever it is that they do to you, that just shows them you opened the door. You let them in. They are paying rent in your mind. Do you realize that? As soon as you react, as soon as you show them that they're getting to you, oh, they can manipulate the shit out of you. So it's your choice. Do we carry on the issues from circa 2015, 2022, or do we move ahead, fresh slate, it's 2023, baby, you are in control, you are in control, and so, yeah, okay, I know this was, I don't know, was this even a rant about banquet stuff, I guess, because there's, listen, hey, I, I have no shame in saying it, there's people I really don't like and there's people I really just don't care for at all. But again, it is so much harder to have to walk around and avoid them instead of just killing them with kindness. And it is the most cliche freaking sentence that my mother ever, ever told me. But she was right. Just kill them with kindness. So am I saying that I'm going to become best friends with these people? Probably not. Will I go out of my way to say hi if I see them at a bar? Probably not. As crazy as this sounds, if they were broken down on the side of the road, if something catastrophic happened, I would help. I would help. I'd, gosh, if I was saying this 10 years ago, I'd be saying, Mandy, who are you? But listen, Everyone is wired differently. Everyone is driven differently. We're all, we're all here for a reason. We're all at the races for a reason. 
and there's freaking fans that go nuts. Oh my God. And that's fine. That's okay. But I mean, there's just a, you gotta have a little room for respect. Okay. We don't, we don't need to fight. It's rivalry is healthy. That is exactly what our sport is. It's a rivalry sport. But when it gets down to ruining people's lives or trying to intentionally wreck someone, intentionally hurt someone, go after them or attack them outside of racing or just try to make their life living hell, that is just wrong. <laughs> it is so bad. It is so bad. And listen, I I used to really play in my head like, okay, how could I make their life hell? How could I? I, I just... I liked to be intimidating. I used to love, love intimidating people. But now I look back and I say, hmm, what's that show about me if I put out that type of energy? I see ignorance. I see a mask of confidence, but deep down... I had zero confidence, guys. I had zero confidence. Anyone that knew me as my early 20s or in my teenage years, I acted like my shit didn't stink. Gosh, every boyfriend I had, I'm pretty sure I intimidated the crap out of them. My friends, I didn't really even have any friends. I just walked around with like this mean mug, that resting bitch face, and mm -mm, no one wanted to mess with me. And I liked it that way. But... To me, that was me putting up this big wall, this big barrier that I didn't want to let anyone in. And I don't know what it was, but circa 30, year of the 30 for me, I am proud to say that I'm a different human. I think that that girl from school who I saw in the, in the bathroom at my community college, I feel that was almost a reach out, you know, so, ah, and then there's my mind, it goes to, I mean, you put it into racing terms, and I, if I, if I see someone that's starting to be nice to me, I think, okay, what do you want, what is your ulterior motive, right, like, why, why are you being nice to me, but for that girl, she had, she had nothing, that she could have gotten from me, except for a high hello, some some nice positive response. But in racing, oh, it's a me sport. And so if a competitor came up to me and was like, hey, Mandy, how are you? How was your day? And I'm like, really, do you even care? Do you really even care? Do you, you know? But this is, hey, listen, this is a perfect example of um, – Big Nell Racing products. I remember Randy Williamson once told me is that he, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm okay saying this. I, I, I would assume because it's, it's a positive thing. But he, he enjoys helping other manufacturers. So Big Nell Racing products for the modified world, they build our race cars. They're, we have Big Nell. We have Higfab. We have Troyers. We have Tios. And so Randy had told me once, he goes, you know, I enjoy helping our competitors because 
if we didn't have competitors, I mean, where would we be? And I thought about that. I was like, you know, that's pretty smart. And so, gosh, you know, I, I see it in my husband. He is such a freaking good human being. People come into his trailer and they want something. They need something. It's dire now or never. And I mean, I, my, my dad and my brother do the same thing. Um, and so Mike goes out of his way and he tries and find it for him. And it's his competitor, you know? So humility goes a long way. Caring goes a long way. But, man, does this did this podcast episode even make any freaking sense? I told you I was freestyling it. And here we are. So I feel like all of my podcasts have to have a purpose. Because I, I listen to these podcasts that are all about personal growth and development and how to, you know, make more money, build a business, an empire, all this great stuff. And when you listen to my podcast, I'm like, I want you to take something away from this. I want you to be inspired and be in awe and be like, yes, I relate. Or, ooh, I really don't like her, but she might have made a good point. I don't know what that point is with this podcast episode, but I really hope you got something out of it because I just wung it. I just wung it. And so, you know, I guess I'll say that there's a fine line. There's a fine line of that person that is competitive might get hot and heavy at the races, but outside, okay, okay, we, we can be friends. But then there's that, that a few drivers that really just really don't want you to exist. They want to make your life a living hell. Okay. I'm still going to kill you with kindness, whether you like it or not. We're going to make small talk. I'm going to say hi. I'm going to say, how are you? How is life? You know, what's going on? You're going to freaking hate it. You're going to absolutely hate it. And that is going to make me happier. Okay. That is going to make me happier because if that makes me happier. I don't really care if you like me or you don't like me. It is so much harder and it draining to hate people to hold that grudge. All it is is put so much heaviness on your shoulders and it allows them to have rent in your head. So when I say I'm going to say hi to you and I'm going to talk to you and you're probably not even going to want to give me the time of day, I'm telling you my secrets right here, right now. This is exactly how I roll. I'm not, I'm not allowing you to have rent in my head. So we are going to be nice. I'm not going to go out of my way. If I see you outside of, if we're at the banquet, I will say hi, but there's not going to be any fights. There's not going to be any controversy. If there is some repeating actions, okay, I feel like I'm a freaking teacher right now. Like this is like a mom. Okay, Mandy. But seriously, if there's actions that just keep getting repeated and repeated and repeated, eventually enough is enough. You have to freaking talk about it like adults. So... I don't think, I mean, I've seen fights at shows, but not at banquets. You know, I feel like it's a more of a respect, respectable place. Everyone's dressed up. Everyone wants to be there to have a good time. And so I definitely don't think it's um, a controversial place, but it can be. I mean, it's definitely not the most comfortable place. <laughs> Let's be real. It's not always. So that's, that's my TED Talk for today. I hope you enjoy this. I, you know what? If you could relate to this, if you've been in 
I like to say Ako Taco or Awkward Turtle. If you've been in any of those awkward situations, what did you do? What did you do? Comment, let me know. I'm super curious. I mean, I feel like there's so many more instances of this. Like, I don't know. I it just, at the end of the day, we're all freaking human. We're all human and we all have a purpose and we all, we all have goals. And that's it. You know, like, gosh, I'm trying to think of another time, but do you, boo, do you. This was, this was, um, this was Mandy's, Mandy's brain here. So thank you for listening. Um, not sure if you enjoyed this or not, but hopefully you did. Hopefully you got something out of it. If not, um, bill it to me because I just killed about 27 minutes of your life, but I appreciate you and I hope you guys come back and listen, hey, racing season is upon us. So let's just hope and pray that it's a good freaking year and I don't have to come on here and tell you that there were some meanie heads doing some stupid shit. Okay. So we're going to leave it at that. Until next time, guys.